I believe the greatest gift you can give someone is your own personal development. The greatest gift you can give your spouse is to grow and develop as a husband or a wife. The greatest gift you can give your children is if you grow and develop as a father or a mother. The greatest gift you can give your team is if you grow and develop as a leader. Bill Hybel said it best. He said, everyone wins when a leader gets better. This is the L3 Leadership Podcast, episode number 164. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the L3 Leadership Podcast. My name is Doug Smith, and I'm the founder of L3 Leadership. We are a leadership development company devoted to helping you become the best leader that you can be. In this episode, you're going to get to hear part one of my two-part series on developing yourself and the leaders around you. But before we dive into that, just a few announcements. I want to let you guys know about a new leadership conference called the Future Forward Conference held by my friends at Amplify Church here in Pittsburgh. It's a conference for church leaders and their staff. It's going to be October 24th through the 26th, and it's led by Amplify Senior Pastor Lee Kreitcher, who I've interviewed for this podcast, and I've had him speak at one of our events, and he is a phenomenal leader. I cannot encourage you enough to get your, your leadership team here and your church leaders here. I'm telling you, it will be life-changing for them, and it could change the entire future of your organization. I just believe so much in what Lee and his team are doing. So please check them out at Future Forward Conference. And again, I can't encourage you enough to attend. I also want to thank our sponsor, Alex Tulandon. Alex is a full-time realtor with Keller Williams Realty, whose team is committed to providing clients with highly effective premier real estate experiences throughout the greater Pittsburgh region. As a member and supporter of L3 Leadership, Alex would love the opportunity to connect with you, and you can learn ways to connect with him and find out more at pittsburghpropertyshowcase.com. With that being said, let's jump right into my talk on developing yourself and the leaders around you, and I'll be back at the end with a few announcements. Hey guys, today I'd like to talk to you on the subject of developing yourself and the leaders around you. This is going to be a two-part series, and I hope to give you some very practical steps that you can take to start developing yourself and the leaders around you. So let's dive right into the content. I want to start off with a few questions. Number one, do you have a personal plan for growth? If I were to sit down with you, could you tell me what you do intentionally to grow and develop as a leader? How about this? Do you have a training system for your leaders to grow and develop? Then you could actually show someone. And if you do, is that training system capable of developing the leaders you see and that you need in your vision? Sam Adeyemi said this. He said, the transformation that happens in people's lives that you lead is a test of your leadership. The transformation that happens in people's lives that you lead is a test of your leadership. And I'm going to give you a a vision of becoming two things. Number one, becoming a leader that is known for someone who develops other leaders. What if you were the person that, that people would say, if you really want to grow your maximum potential, if you really want to stretch, then you need to sit under your leadership or this man's leadership or this woman's leadership. And more than that, what if your organization became an organization that, 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 You just knew, and people knew, and the community knew, if you wanted to grow and develop as a leader, then you need to work here, because you'll grow more than you've ever grown. What if you had an organization like that? I'm here to tell you that if you'll do things right, if you'll develop yourself and learn how to develop others, you can become that leader, and you can grow that kind of organization. But more than anything, I I just want to embed in you today a passion about developing yourself. I believe the greatest gift you can give someone is your own personal development. The greatest gift you can give your spouse is to grow and develop as a husband or a wife. The greatest gift you can give your children is if you grow and develop as a father or a mother. The greatest gift you can give your team is if you grow and develop as a leader. Bill Hybel said it best. He said, everyone wins when a leader gets better. 
And, and I like to say this, the people will rarely rise above your leadership. So if you're not growing as a leader, your best potential leaders are going to leave. And the ones you want to stay will, or want to go will stay. The ones you want to stay will go. And the ones you want to go will stay. You need to grow and develop. So how do you do that? Let's unpack this practically. Number one, I would just say always be leading something. Now that sounds obvious, but when is the last time you took inventory over everything that you lead? Maybe you've been leading, you know, five to ten things, but you've been leading them for so long that it's second nature to you, and you haven't actually had to sharpen your leadership skills in a very long time. Maybe some of you need to look over over your take inventory of your leadership roles and start thinking, which of these can I hand off to the next generation to help them grow and develop as leaders, and that'll free me up to actually take on new leadership roles that'll help me grow, stretch, and develop. Have you become stale? Have you hit a lid in your leadership because you've just been leading uh, by second nature almost instead of actually having to lead and learn like you did when you first started? How about this? When's the last time you took a leadership role in your community outside of your organization? Maybe at a nonprofit or in your church. When's the last time you took on a leadership role where your title didn't give you any leverage? I just want to encourage you. Think about that. Look over your leadership responsibilities, figure out which ones you can hand off, dream about what opportunities you can join that will help you grow and develop as a leader. Maybe it's time to take some inventory, but always be leading something and always be leading something that helps you grow and develop and stretch. Number two, you need to join a mastermind group. I absolutely believe that everyone needs to be in a mastermind group. You might say, Doug, well, I don't know what a mastermind group is. Well, just very simply, there was a man named Napoleon Hill. This is where I first heard of it. And Andrew Carnegie actually hired him, and he hired him and paid him to study the top 50 most successful, influential people of that time for 25 years. That's a long time to study successful people. And Napoleon Hill studied those people for 25 years, and he wrote a book afterwards based on his findings called Think and Grow Rich. It's a phenomenal book. But one of the things that he noticed about all these successful people is that they were all in mastermind groups. And all a mastermind group is, is a group of two or more people that get together on a consistent basis to intentionally grow and develop as leaders and as people, and they hold each other accountable and they challenge each other to be all that they can be. And that's why masterminds are a part of L3 leadership. You know, what if you had a group like this? This is what our L3 leadership mastermind groups do. We meet bi-weekly. We meet twice a month. Everyone in the group shares their top 10 goals for the year on a consistent basis. Every meeting, everyone shares their wins, what their actual progress they're making, and they they also share their soul check, which is just how are you doing on a scale of 1 to 10 and why. Every mastermind group, two people are on the hot seat. When you're on the hot seat, it's a chance to troubleshoot your, your the, the things that you're coming up against, the roadblocks in your life. Maybe you're trying to start a business and you have no idea how to start a business, and so that could be a hot seat issue. And you could say to your mastermind group, guys, I don't know the first thing about accounting or legal work or what needs to happen. I just have an idea for a business. I need help. And then you allow the rest of the group to give you feedback to overcome those roadblocks. And all of a sudden, your group starts saying, hey, I know an accountant that can help, that can help you. I know a CPA. I know an attorney. And all of a sudden, you, you've made more progress in 10 minutes of connecting with your mastermind group than you have in the past year just dreaming of an idea. It's a great place to get feedback. You also, everyone at the end of every meeting shares one step that they're going to take towards their next, next goal. 
in the next two weeks before the next meeting, and everyone in the group holds each other accountable. For me, I'm writing a book right now, and uh, I have I probably have 30 people in mastermind groups who are constantly texting me saying, how's that book coming along? Are you writing? Are you writing? I'm so grateful for the consistent accountability that it provides. We do social events throughout the year. We have a gratitude dinner. We go through leadership curriculum together uh, and so much more. And listen, if you're listening to this and then this sounds appealing to you, you can either join a current L3 Leadership Mastermind group or we can actually train you and equip you to launch your own. So if you'd like to do that, just go to our website and uh, at l3leadership.org and you'll see a mastermind tab and you can learn everything that you need, whether you want to join or start one right there. But I believe if you want to grow and develop as a leader, you must be in a mastermind group. The third thing that I tell you if you want to grow and develop is that you have to have a system for getting personal feedback. And then you actually have to adapt to that feedback. I was listening to an interview with Cheryl Sandberg recently. She's the CEO of Facebook. And she said, if a, if, a, if a leader truly wants to get better, then how do they actually do that? She said, the answer is real feedback. Get people to tell you the truth. And this is why I think it's so important to be in a mastermind group or to get coaches or to get the consultants in your life because you need outside perspective and people who will be honest with you. And you need people to be honest with you at work. And so how do you do that? Just ask your team. When's the last time you actually gave your team an opportunity to give you feedback? Here's some questions that you could ask your team. Is there anything that I do that limits you or our team? What could I be doing better as a leader? What should I start doing? What should I stop doing? And listen, don't allow your team not to give you feedback. But here's what I want to caution you. Don't give them a reason not to give you real feedback. Because here's what I know. If you stop them once from giving you real feedback, you'll never get it again. If you shut them down, if you become defensive, if you show that you're not teachable, they'll never give you real feedback again. And so I just want to encourage you, cultivate a system and an environment at work where everyone can be real and give each other feedback. And don't allow people not to give you feedback. Cheryl actually shared a story where, where her direct reports were, she said, it seemed like they were afraid to give me real feedback. And I said, you're not allowed to not give me feedback. Come back with something next week that's substantial, or else we're going to have another conversation. Create a system for getting personal feedback and adapt to it. Number four, this is more about developing the leaders around you, but do you have a system for getting feedback on your organization? Do you have a system for getting feedback on your organization? Cheryl Sandberg, in that same interview, she said, most organizations fail for reasons that everyone knows about, but nobody actually talks about. Be direct. I love that. Most organizations fail for reason that, reasons that everyone knows about, but nobody actually talks about. Be direct. Do you have a system for getting feedback? There's a, a church locally that, that I love what they do. And they have a leadership program for young emerging leaders. And one thing that they do to get feedback um, throughout the years, they have, well, this is just a neat idea just in general, but they have a Shark Tank pitching contest uh, within their church where the church actually puts up funds. Um, there's a winning amount of funds in the budget. And all these young leaders break into groups, and each group is responsible for pitching a new It's either a new idea for a new ministry or an idea to make a current ministry in the church better. And then they all present their ideas, and then the church actually get funds one of their ideas. And all kind of wonderful things have come through that. But what if you had that? I just think that's awesome. But what I also I love about the program is at the end of the year, they have the young leaders of the church give a presentation. And the presentation is three things that we wish the senior leadership of this organization knew. 
three things we wish the senior leadership knew. Here's the caveat. At the end, afterwards, the senior leaders, they get to give a presentation called Three Things We Wish the Younger Leaders Knew. And I just love that. And can it create some awkward conversations? Yeah. But at least everything's on the table. At least everyone knows what the reality is. We need to consistently getting that feedback. So start asking your people, asking your teams, guys, what do we do well as a church? What or in order of business? What should we start doing? What should we stop doing? Have a system for getting feedback on your organization. The next principle, call out the leadership in others. I love this because I'm an encourager naturally. Call out the leadership in others. I want you to think about this. Who is responsible for calling out the leadership in you? You know, I, I think about me. I remember I was a senior in high school. I got in trouble for who knows what. And I remember me and my buddy were down in the assistant principal's office, and he just looked at us, shook his head, and he said, guys, I want you to know something, that you guys are leaders, and people follow you. And you can use that influence for good or for bad, and I just encourage you to use it for good. Right now, you're not. But take that responsibility seriously. And we walked away from that conversation, and we laughed. But do you know that that was the first person in my life who ever told me I was a leader or that I had leadership potential or that I could do something with my life? And I'll never forget that. And, and this was so cool. I, I was speaking. I had the opportunity to speak at uh, baccalaureate uh, for my high school 10 years later, which is crazy because I was a drug dealer at school and all kind of crazy stuff. But I got to speak at my baccalaureate and it happened to be the assistant principal's uh, last day. He was actually retiring the next day. And I got to honor him in front of all these students and all these parents. And I just looked at him in front of everyone while I was speaking. And I said, Mr. Suminski, you were the first. You were the first person who ever spoke something into me that I didn't know was in me. And you drew out leadership in me. And I just want to thank you. And I just want to encourage you. The other people I can think of in my life, my father-in-law did that for me. Larry Betancourt, my wife did that for me. Who is responsible for calling out the leadership in you? Be grateful. Sam Adeyemi said this. He said, one of the greatest gifts you can give someone is a new belief about themselves. That's what Mr. Siminski did for me that day, my principal. He gave me a belief that I was actually a leader and that I could use my life for good and I could actually do something. And I've had so many leaders since do that. And I'm so grateful. I want you to think about this too when it comes to calling out the leadership. Don't let your team guess what you're thinking about them. Tell them. If you see leadership in them, if you see gifting in them, call that out. Say, hey, I love this about you. Hey, you have this gift. You're so good at this. I just want you to know, man, that is so special. Because if you let your team guess, I can promise you, they're probably not going to guess that you're thinking great things about them. They're going to be worried that you're not approving of them because you're not saying anything of them. Always speak into their life. Brian Stevenson said, leadership requires that people, the people we serve feel and know that we are with them. Do your people feel that you're with you? Do they know that? Are you calling out leadership of them? What we see ourselves becoming is often what we become, and we can't become what we don't see. We need to be identifying leaders as early as possible and help them develop. Call out the leadership in others. Number six, spend time developing your team. Spend time developing your team. This is how I do. This is just this is my system. Hopefully, it'll help you. I'd love to hear your system as well. But we have team meetings every week, and then I have one-on-ones with my direct reports every other week. The agenda is simple. We celebrate wins. Hey, what progress is being made? What do we need to celebrate? We share prayer requests and share how each other's doing. 
And then we ask one question, and this has been a game changer since we started asking this. The question is simple. What are your priorities this week and how can I help? How can we help? How can the team help? We've started asking that and it's been phenomenal. People have said, you know what, this is a really stressful week. I have so much going on. If I just had a little bit of help. And then another team member says, hey, I have a little bit of a lighter week. I can help with that. It's been a game changer, and everyone knows what everyone's priorities are. It's wonderful. What are your priorities this week, and how can I help? How about this? Give your team great resources. A principle that I learned a long time ago that I love is always bring something to the table. What does that mean? Always bring a resource to your team, a podcast. Hey, you guys should listen to this. Here's a great book for you to read. I had a mentor in my life um, that that he would take three of us guys out every single uh, month and he would bring us a new book every month. I'll never forget that. He always brought something to the table. My life was changed when a mentor handed me a John Maxwell CD. And I thought it was so interesting. Another mentor, he said, Doug, you know, I know John Maxwell has made a huge impact on your life, but what about the guy that gave you the John Maxwell CD? What if that never happened? What if Pastor Larry never handed me that CD? Who knows where I'd be? Give your team great resources. Hey, how about this? Care about your team's personal goals and help their dreams come true. Care about their personal goals and help their dreams come true. Andy Stanley said this, I love He said, nothing is gained if you don't know what your young leaders are dreaming about. And the story that he shares along this that I thought was so funny was he started asking his team, his young leaders, what they were dreaming about. And one young leader looked at Andy Stanley, who's a pastor in Georgia, and he said, I want your job in five years. I want your job. I want to be the senior pastor of this church. And it kind of threw Andy off guard. But, but what did he learn from that? that? There's nothing gained if you don't know what your young leaders are dreaming about. In that situation, Andy could do one of two things. He could say, you know what? You might be the perfect successor. Let's set you up on a plan to take over the church. Or another reality could have been, okay, you're probably never going to do that. But thank you for sharing that with me. And if your dream is to be a senior pastor somewhere, I'll do everything I can to help you grow and develop and help you find a place somewhere else where you can have that position. Maybe you should set a team meeting, I'm sorry, a meeting with your team for everyone to come and share their top 10 goals for the year. That's what I do. Hey, what are you dreaming about? And, and God forbid it, does, it has to do with things outside of work. Learn what people are dreaming about and help them help their dreams come true. Give them feedback about their dreams. Give them resources. And then lastly, what if you connected outside of work with your team? One thing that I would encourage you to do that we practice at L3 Leadership is a gratitude dinner. Every year we have a wonderful dinner together and after dinner we'll spend two or three hours and everyone just goes around the table. Everyone's there with their spouses or significant others and we just go one person at a time and we'll just say we're starting with me and we're like, okay guys, we're going to start with Doug and everyone that's at the dinner table goes around and says encouraging things about me. And they'll say, Doug, this, this, and this. And it's one of the most encouraging uh, nights of my life. And, and everyone goes away filled up and fired up about their lives and so encouraged. What if you had a gratitude dinner to thank the people on your team? Just a thought. And then the last principle for today is expose your leaders to great leaders. Expose your leaders to great leaders. I'm so grateful that I had a, a mentor in my life expose me to young leaders or great leaders at a young age. My youth pastor, Larry Bettencourt, would bring in leaders from the church in the business world. They would share their leadership content and he would say, guys, to us as interns, he would say, I want you to ask every single person I have speak out to coffee, and I want you to be intentional with their time. I want you to ask them questions, ask them to mentor you, and that fired me up, and so I started doing that. I started taking a leader out every single month, and do you know the fast forward 
to after 10 years of doing that, all my peers started saying, wow, I wish I could spend time with all those leaders. And that's when I started this podcast. I started recording my time with leaders. And it all started because I had a leader and a mentor in my life that exposed me to great leaders. What leaders can you bring before your people to help them grow and develop? What leaders can you bring in to have them grow and develop? It's so important to expose them to great leaders. And I'll just sell this. I did write an ebook personally called Making the Most of Mentoring. And it's my step-by-step process for how I get meetings with leaders, how I actually cultivate those meetings. And listen, if your team needs help in that area, I, it's literally my step-by-step process. And I just want to encourage you, uh, I'll include a link in the show notes, or you can just look up Doug Smith, Making the Most of Mentoring. It's 15 bucks, but I'm telling you, it'll get you meetings with people you never thought you could get meetings with. It'll open up doors, and it'll teach your people to intentionally um, use their time with mentors uh, in, a, in a way that will help them grow to their maximum potential. And so it, the last principle for today is expose your leaders to great leaders. I hope that some of these principles added value to your life. Again, I'll be back again next month, and we'll go over part two of this series. But grow yourself and grow others. There's nothing more important. Talk to you next month. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my talk on developing yourself and the leaders around you. You can find everything that you need in the show notes at l3leadership.org forward slash episode 164. I want to let you know that we recently introduced L3 Leadership Membership. That's right. You can now become a member of L3 Leadership. You might be saying, well, Doug, why do I need to become a member? Because I believe every leader needs a group of leaders to go through life with that will encourage them, hold them accountable to their goals, and help them reach their potential. At L3 Leadership, we've developed that community of leaders that will help you do just that. As a member, you'll get access to our community of leaders. You'll have the ability to join or start a mastermind group, which I believe is absolutely critical to your success. And you'll get access to resources, extra content, and a member-only forum on our member-only website. Membership's only $25 a month, and you can sign up and learn more at l3leadership.org forward slash membership. I also want to thank our sponsor, Henny Jewelers. They're a jeweler owned by my friend and mentor, John Henny. My wife, Laura, and I got our engagement and wedding rings through Henny Jewelers, and we just love them as a company. Not only do they have great jewelry, but they also invest in people. John actually gave Laura and I a book to help us prepare for our marriage, and he's been investing in me as a leader, a father, and a husband now for years. So if you're in need of a good quality jeweler, check out hennyjewelers.com. Again, if you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a rating and review. It really helps us grow our audience. Please share on social media as well. Thank you so much for being a listener. And lastly, if you want to stay in touch with us and everything we're doing, you can simply sign up for our email list at our website at l3leadership.org. As always, I like to end with a quote, and I will quote Bob Goff this time. He said this, he said, figure out who you want to be, have it inform what you do, and do lots of that. (laughs) It makes a lot of sense to me. Thanks for being a listener and being a part of L3 Leadership. Laura and I appreciate you so much, and we'll talk to you next episode. 